intermittent fasting is really a buzz these days. Seems like everyone is getting on the bandwagon. And that is so awesome because I, I really think we should all have a moment in time where we give our bodies and our gut a break. A minute to just relax and regroup from all the eating. So it's always so great to see a message or an email or a DM of someone who's just started OMAD or just started intermittent fasting. What is also interesting to see is the number of messages I get from people who say they've started fasting but they're not seeing results. This is when we need to take a step back and really take a look at how we're fasting. Hey everyone, welcome to the OMAD Mama podcast. My name is Marty Meshubi and this is your resource for everything OMAD, intermittent fasting, and health. OMAD stands for one meal a day. It just means that you eat within a one hour period and fast for the remaining 23 hours of the day. There are so many different ways to fast and we'll talk about those on this podcast. I have learned so much from my own OMAD and intermittent fasting journey, and I wanted to share with as many people as I could, so I decided to start this podcast. I also love talking with others who have incorporated OMAD and fasting in their life's journey, and I'm hoping to share their stories on this podcast as well. I found OMAD and fasting, and it completely reprogrammed my relationship with food while getting me in the best shape of my life. I'll be sharing my journey advice, recipes, and tips that will keep you successful on your OMAD journey to a stronger and healthier you. This lifestyle has changed my life, so keep listening. It may very well change your life too. So I've come up with five main reasons I believe you may not be seeing results while intermittent fasting. These aren't things that I've made up, They're actually real-life experiences that I have had on my own journey. Everything I share are things that I have experienced or am going through. So as I'm learning, I'm sharing. So the first one is that you're not clean fasting. What is clean fasting? I've seen this debated all over Instagram and all over the Facebook groups. And it's clear that some people are not clear on what clean fasting is. I believe clean fasting is taking in no calories. That means absolutely no cream or milk of any kind of any amount in your coffee or your tea. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I came upon this revelation several months ago, several months into my fasting journey, I should say. I never dreamed that I could have black coffee, but I realized that as soon as I started having black coffee without the splash of milk, the results spoke for themselves. It's like my body said, there she is. This is what I've been waiting for. Stop teasing me with that little bit of milk. The same goes with the sweeteners. Absolutely no sweeteners, even if they're zero calorie. The sweeteners will definitely spike your insulin and will break your fast. So you're no longer fasting if you do any of the above. Now I may get people who say, but Dr. Fung says, and if you're not familiar with Dr. Fung, he is the author of The Ultimate Guide to, I'm sorry, The Complete Guide to Fasting. 
um, The Complete Guide to Intermittent Fasting, um, which is a resource book that I talk about a lot, and I use that um, book all the time. I go back to that often. Um, But Dr. Fung says in that book that a splash of milk or anything less than 50 calories is okay. First of all, you have to remember that Dr. Fung is um, treating obese diabetic patients who are just coming to intermittent fasting. And he says that this helps to keep them, to keep his patients on the intermittent fasting train so that they could keep going. It's, uh, it, it was used as a motivator to keep them quote unquote fasting. But a true clean fast does not include any of the above. Not only will clean fasting help keep you chugging along your fasting journey, you will begin to see results. Now, yes, you might see results even with a splash of milk. I did, and that's what kept me away from the black coffee because I thought, well, I'm taking in a splash of milk every morning with my coffee and I'm losing weight, so what's the big deal? However, you will see greater results and you will have less cravings if you truly go black. The second reason you may not be seeing results while intermittent fasting is that you're not eating enough in your eating window. I've talked about this previously and it's important to reiterate. You have to make sure you're eating enough in your window. Once you've ended your fast, you need to eat. This is not the time to be counting calories or the number of almonds you're taking in, or what you're allowed, or anything like that. The whole point of intermittent fasting is that it allows you food freedom. So you can eat what you love, what fills you up, without fear. This reminds me of another book that you should get if you haven't gotten this already. And that is Jen Stevens' Feast Without Fear. She also is the author of Delay, Don't Deny. And if you're in the fasting community, you've heard of these books. They're really good resources to use, especially if you're just starting out fasting. In Feast Without Fear, she talks about this extensively. Not being afraid to eat because you think you'll gain the weight back or you're still in that diet restrictive mentality. This will sabotage your efforts for sure. Your body needs to be fed, and it is okay to eat. When you fast and then you feast, you will gain some of the weight back. And this is totally normal because you've just eaten and you're retaining some water from your meal. Side note, check out episode two. I've gained a few pounds after my fast. Um... I think this is the most listened to episode. I have a lot of people who have responded to this episode and and continue to ask me questions about this daily. This is where I discuss in detail why you gain weight after you fast. This can be scary for some people who are just starting out fasting because you feel like, well, this whole intermittent fasting thing may not be working which could also lead you to being afraid to eat and to eat enough. Understanding what happens when you fast and when you feast will relieve you of all the anxiety that you might feel 
if you've noticed a few pounds come back after you eat, but not eating enough in your window will surely backfire and may keep you from seeing the results that you're looking for after a fast. It took me a while to get this because I too was feeling really anxious in the beginning after I would fast and then I get on the scale after I feasted um, maybe the next morning and I saw the two to three pounds um, come back. And I had to really think about, and I talk about this in episode two, I had to really think about and, and learn and research and understand what was going on when I fasted and when I feasted. So these days, after a fast, whether it's a 23-hour fast, whether it's an extended fast, sometimes I play around with alternate day fasting, I, I will weigh myself after the fast, but I won't... Um, really lock in that weight that I see after the fast. What I'll do is weigh myself a couple of days after, um, some days after when I'm eating, and then I'll I'll take the average. And I'll notice that um, I lost a few pounds from prior to starting the fast. Um, and then maybe I gained those, those pounds back. And it may not be all of the pounds. So what, so for example, Maybe I started my fast at um, 160 pounds, let's say. And then uh, I do an extended fast of two days or three days. And then I'm down to 156 pounds or 154 pounds. Um, I won't keep that number. I won't engrave that in stone because I know that's going to go up two or three pounds after I eat. But I'll, I'll, I won't go back to the 160 pounds. I might go back, I might go up to 154 pounds or 155 pounds. Um, and that's totally normal to gain a few pounds back after you eat, after a long fast. Um, and so I've had to reprogram my mind and say, okay, I may have lost seven pounds, 10 pounds after an extended fast, but I'm not going to stay there. My body will uh, uh, eventually go back up a few pounds because I've eaten. I've, I've uh, fed my body. And so I may gain two, three, even four pounds after an extended fast after I eat. And we have to begin to reprogram our minds to not be so focused on that number that we see after we fast because that number will ultimately change. It may go up two, three, four pounds, but we we won't necessarily go back to that initial weight that we had when we started the fast. And that's what I've I've learned over the months that I've been fasting is that it's okay to gain the couple of pounds back. You will gain those pounds back, but then you will begin to lose them as you continue your fasting journey. But again, that should not keep you from eating enough in your window. Seeing a number on the scale go up a couple of pounds after you've eaten or after you've fasted should not be a deterrent from keeping you um, from eating enough in your window. And that brings me to the third point. The third one is you're not, you're eating the wrong foods in your eating window, okay? I've talked about this several times, but it's important. 
because just because you're not on keto or restricting your foods in any way does not mean that you can eat all the processed and all the fat food, fast foods that you want. You may lose some weight in the beginning, but you will reach a point where you stall. And I don't, I don't know anyone who has been intermittent fasting for a while who has just been eating fast food every day. If you do, please let me know because I want to know how they're doing that. There is going to be a point in time where your body is going to want a healthier whole version of food. Our bodies crave clean foods, clean whole foods. It's our job to give that to them. Now, sure, you can definitely have the burgers and pizza, um, but that shouldn't be an everyday, all-the-time thing. Feeding your body with the right kinds of foods will make a world of difference. As I've said before, I'm not against the burgers and fries and pizza and chocolate and desserts and cupcakes. I love all these things. I really, really do. And I'm so glad that intermittent fasting gives me the freedom to have these whenever I want. But these are not my staple foods. I always try to add in veggies, salads, healthy complex carbs, proteins in my meals so that I'm getting a whole host of nutrients. This works in tandem with, the, with my fast. Whether it be an extended fast or a 23-hour fast, once my window opens and I fill my body with the healthy grains and fats and some good desserts, <laughs> it's heaven. I feel so good. Personally, I've decided to go green this month. I'm calling it Go Green in September. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about recycling. Um, if you've noticed my Instagram page lately, I'm sharing my food pics, and they're all kinds of greens. It's one green or another, um, and several greens in one bowl. Eating these clean, whole foods makes, makes me feel good. It feels really good to my body. They're satisfying and satiating, and I know that putting the right foods in my body after a fast only helps to reap all the great benefits of my fast. Number four, you're binging in your eating window. Just because you've been fasting for 16 hours or even 72 hours does not give you free license to eat everything. I've also talked about this on the podcast previously. You cannot just eat everything when you open your window. You've got to pace yourself. Think about what you want to eat in advance and if possible, Prepare that meal in advance or order it um, 30 minutes before you know you want to eat. This is also where you want to add your snacks or things you've been craving when you were thinking about what you were going to eat. What I try to do is put aside a serving of my chips or cheese puffs. These are kind of like my favorite snacks. <laughs> and I love these. And um. I make sure that I put that aside so that when my window opens, I'm not raiding the bag um, once I'm ready to eat. I put these aside, like the chocolates that I like or the dessert I know I'm going to want to have. If I feel like having these, 
I'll have them, but it won't be the entire bag. What I tend to do is I don't necessarily have my food prepared in advance. So I'll have my snacks, um, pretzels or chips or popcorn, and I'll, I'll have that or, or almonds, and I'll have that while I'm preparing my meal. Um, and it won't be a bag. It won't be the bag of chips or the bag of pretzels. Um, it'll be something that I've set aside in a bowl, and I'll have that while I'm preparing my meal so that I'm satisfying my cravings or whatever it was that I was thinking about prior to my fast. I'll satisfy that desire or that need, and then I'll have my meal. I think preparation is key so that you're not caught out there without a lifeboat drowning in the bag of chips. You can certainly have the chips or the chocolate or the ice cream, but you don't have to have the entire bag or the entire tub of ice cream. And guys, let me be clear. I have done this and it did not end well. I'm just being honest. You will upend all of the great fasting benefits that you've experienced during your fast if you decide to eat a whole tub of ice cream or half a cake when you open your eating window. Yes, you have to eat, but you don't have to eat the whole kitchen. So be careful, be mindful. Um, When you open that window, know what you really want and have that and then close that window until next time. Because guess what? If you want it again the next time you open your window, you can have it. There is no food police saying that you can't eat that because you had it yesterday. No, you can have it. Just understand that if it's fast food or, um, you know, foods that are, are not wholesome foods, you may not want to have that every day. Just because you can eat whatever you want while practicing intermittent fasting doesn't mean you should. The other thing we should be mindful of is what is called refeeding syndrome. And that usually happens after an extended fast um, where you will, even if you're not that hungry, you just kind of want to eat everything because you just want to eat it. Um, Usually after an extended fast, You may not even feel like you want to eat so much, but because you haven't eaten in a while, and this takes some practice and some time. Um, If you're just new to fasting or you're new to extended fasting, you might find that um, after an extended fast, after a long fast, you kind of you're not hungry, you're not that hungry, but the food is there and you haven't had it and you just want to eat it. and that can be dangerous because you may double down and with cramps, um, you may get runs. It's, it's serious. And so you want to be careful with the whole binging after an extended fast or even after um, a, an 18-hour fast, a 23-hour fast. You want to be mindful with, with the foods that you're eating, with what you're taking in after fast. You don't want to just eat just because. Because that can really cause adverse effects on your body. And the final reason why you may not be seeing results while intermittent fasting is that you're not hydrating your body enough with water. 
the fasting doctor and she is on instagram at fasting doctor if you don't know her you need to follow her she's amazing she's a physician who also fasts and who um, supports her patients with fasting as well and um, she has a 10-day water challenge going on right now it's phenomenal she's so awesome I love her page and she actually always has really useful information if you're not fast if you're not following her you need to be (laughs) but our body is made up of 70% water and when you're fasting you lose a lot of that water so we really need to take in water to help flush out the toxins during a fast but the point is that we're not hydrating enough especially while we're fasting we're quick to get that coffee and we'll nurse that throughout the day But if we're not drinking enough water, we're not filling our bodies with what it really needs. I am totally guilty of this. I will sometimes, most times, grab a a cup of coffee or tea and I'll nurse that throughout the day, um, heating and reheating that same cup. While what I should be drinking is a good, clear, refreshing cup of water. Um, I've gotten better about doing this over the last few months, but I still have to remind myself to get my water in. Making sure you get enough water in throughout your fasting days is really important to help keep you full while clearing you out. This is actually a bonus reason that I wanted to add, and that's exercise. Adding exercise to your intermittent fasting schedule will really help you see some results, especially if you exercise in a fasted state. Um, Most people don't usually exercise when they're intermittent fasting, and I'm not saying that you have to, but if you're not seeing results, that's another thing to think about. Exercising during your intermittent fasting schedule or in in a fasted state will help you reap a lot of the really good benefits of fasting. Um, it's usually recommended to do some light exercise or hit exercises, um, high intensive interval uh, training exercises while you're fasting. And if you don't want to go that route, you can do a walk around your block, around your neighborhood. You can do a light jog. You can take an aerobics or a yoga class. Anything to just get your body moving will always be beneficial to your intermittent fasting schedule. So you might want to give that a try. And and I'm sure, I, I almost guarantee that you will see some really great beneficial Um, results with your intermittent fasting schedule. Let's get into our listener question. Our first question is from Melissa from Kansas City, Missouri. Melissa says, I've been fasting for for a few months and I sometimes don't feel motivated to keep going. What keeps you motivated? That's a really great question, Melissa, because we sometimes can get fasting fatigue and that's totally normal. What you don't wanna happen is that you get so unmotivated that you quit. What I would suggest is connecting online with other fasters. There's such a great fasting community on Instagram and I would suggest you connect with others who can motivate you. You are not alone. We've all been there and felt tired, but you've got to keep going. 
The other thing that keeps me motivated is looking at how far, how far I've come. I look at pictures from back when I started, and, and that helps me remember why I started. I remember the feeling of depression and anxiety of never being able to lose the weight. I remember thinking, well, I guess I'm resigned to being this size forever, but the truth is you're not. Sometimes we all need a little motivation. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means you're human. Connecting with other people like you, Melissa, keeps me motivated. And that's why I reiterate getting connected with others who are fasting will really help. We are all in this together. We're all trying to be better versions of ourselves. Helping each other get there only makes us stronger. I'm here for you, Melissa, and so are a ton of other fasters in this community. So get connected. This leads me to another super exciting announcement. I'm getting ready to start what I'm calling Conversations with Marty. And these are just interviews where I'll be talking with other fasters, other experts in the field who have been doing this for some time. And I'm hoping, Melissa, that you keep listening um, and maybe you'll get some motivation and you'll get connected with some of these people. I hope you guys will stay listening um, and stay connected. Tune in in the next couple of weeks as we start this series. I'm super excited about it and I can't wait to bring these interviews to you guys. So until next time, happy fasting. So do you have a question, a comment, maybe a suggestion? Send that over to Marty, M-A-R-T-I-E, at omadmama.com. That's Marty at omadmama.com. Or maybe you have an idea for a topic that I haven't discussed on the podcast. Uh, something that you're interested in, having to do with fasting, OMAD, or anything in between. I'd love to hear it. Well, we've come to the end of another OMAD Mama podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this information useful. Please don't forget to share it with your friends. Please also subscribe, rate, and comment. I'd really appreciate it. Please remember that this podcast is not to be used as your source for medical advice. If you have any medical questions or concerns, please talk to your doctor or medical provider. And before you go, check out the OMAD Mama website at www.omadmama.com. You'll find the OMAD Mama blog where I talk about the latest topics hitting the OMAD and fasting world, as well as my OMAD recipes that are quick, easy, and family friendly. You can also always find me on Instagram at omad underscore mama underscore love or send me an email at marty, M-A-R-T-I-E at omadmama.com. Let me know what you think of the podcast. I'd really love to hear from you. Thank you.